If you're a mom who's locked yourself in the bathroom for five minutes of peace, this is your podcast. I'm Jody Schilling, your host. Welcome to the Good Mom Podcast. Here, we will talk about how to stop people pleasing, how to stop doing too much for everyone else, and we'll define what a real good mom really is. I can tell you, as a mom of four, I have been through it all, and I beat myself up for years believing I was not enough. I finally cracked the code on how to be my real self. I learned how to stop apologizing, and it changed everything. You can start now to be the real you, the mom you were always meant to be. Let's do it. Hi, moms. This is episode 36. Thanks for joining me this week. I want to talk about decisions. Let's have a talk, okay? All right. So decisions are when we as moms feel like we have to do the right thing. That's basically how we define decisions, right? But if we look up decision in the dictionary, here's what it is. I just looked it up on two different dictionaries. And the first definition is a decision is a choice you make about something after considering possible outcomes. A choice you make about something after considering possible outcomes. And then the second definition I found I love even more, it is to make a decision is to make up your mind about proceeding with determination. I love that one. The first one though, in its simplicity, is so much less pressure than trying to do the right thing, right? Because it's just basically saying a choice you make about something after considering outcomes, right? I mean, we do it all the time. You consider the outcomes and you make a choice. The part that we struggle with as moms, when we add on that second layer is that we have this fear that it has to be the right decision, that there's some cost to making the quote unquote wrong decision, right? And that's why that second definition is so beautiful, I think, because when it says you make up your mind about proceeding with determination, and there's so much confidence in that, it's like proceeding with determination. I feel like the rest of that definition is really saying no matter what happens, right? Like I'm going to have my own back with this decision and I'm proceeding with determination. And I almost even can say like the determination is that it's going to be the right decision no matter what. Like I'm proceeding with it with determination because I know that I've weighed the options, I've considered the outcomes, and I've made up my mind, right? I just think there's so much power in that. And so as we think about decisions and the number of decisions we make as moms, if we could think that decisions are with our process, whatever our process is, and maybe some of you are the pros and cons type of, you know, writing them down and considering them all, which I have done many times when I have, when I have a decision to make, but 
I challenge you to consider that maybe, maybe it isn't necessary to write out all the pros and cons. Maybe the first step is trusting yourself that you will consider the options and you will follow a process, but that's not the most important part. The most important part is that you trust yourself as a decision maker in your family, as a mom. And when you have that trust as your foundation, the trust for yourself that you will have your own back on any decision you make, if that is where you start from, then your procedure and your process can be whatever it is. You can go through that, consider everything out. And you can know that no matter what decision you make, it is the right decision. How do we know, how can we really believe this? And how can we know that this is true? This is how I like to think about it. I think that when I look back on the past and I look back on all the decisions I've made, which I can't even count, right? I think back and there are certainly times with when you have four kids that you make a decision with the first child <laughs> and you make a totally different decision by the second. And let me tell you, by the time you get to the fourth, you are really often in the absolute opposite camp of wherever you were with the first. And that's okay. I think that's completely okay. I don't think that it was necessarily a bad decision for the first child who had a pacifier till they were three versus not even introducing a pacifier with another child. Like, I don't think, I don't think it is useful to go back and think that that was a bad decision. The way I like to think about it is at the time I made the best decision with the information I had at that time. And that was the right decision for that child at that time. And that's it. And that's not to say that there aren't things that I learned and that I can say, you know, that particular event was if I had to do it over again, I would do it different. I would, now that I know what I know, I would go back and say, you know, for this particular child in that particular moment, I wouldn't have handled it quite like that. I would, I, you know, I really, now that I know better, I would do better. But at the time I didn't know better. So for the information that I had at the time and the decision I made, that was the right decision at that time. Then when we do know better and we want to, you know, do what we're going to do with the new information then that is the right decision when we have that new information. And I'm not trying to say that we don't make mistakes as moms because, oh my goodness, we do. We are human and we do. We make mistakes. So that is not what I'm saying. What I am saying though is that this agony that we put ourselves through around decision-making, especially when we think that, the decision that we're going to make is going to 
put our kids either on the path of success and happiness and rainbows and daisies and unicorns, or the decision we make is going to put them on this other path of despair and failure and horrible things and their life will be ruined forever. I mean, we get that dramatic as moms. You know that we do. I know I do, <laughs> or at least I, I'm getting better, but I used to. And so now when there's a decision that I'm, you know, that I am faced with as a mom, I think to myself, the best guidance I can have for whatever the decision is, is that first of all, I trust myself to make a good decision with the information I have right now. And that takes off so much pressure right then. But then the second thing is the guidance that I really, really follow, no matter what it is, is when I go to sleep at night, do I feel like the decision came from unconditional love? Unconditional love for the child involved or the family member involved and also unconditional love for myself. So in this decision, can I say that it's coming from love for them and love for me and love for our relationship? And if love is a part of it in all three of those areas, then it can't be the wrong decision. And that makes it feel so much certainty, right? So then when I can apply that, that feeling to the decision, then it's just like, when we read that definition again, it's like to make up my mind about proceeding with determination as a mom, of course I can make up my mind about proceeding with love for my child, for myself and for our relationship. Like there's not a question there, right? Now, I know some of you are coming up with examples right now. <laughs> I know you. You're you're thinking, okay, yeah, but what about the decision about, you know, if your child stole money from you, for example? Okay, let's let's go there. Let's go to some kind of thing where it's like, okay, I need to make a decision that's going to send the right message. That's another one that we'll often bring up for ourselves. So let's, if we go there to that place and we think, okay, they stole money. So, you know, what's the decision here? This is a choice. A decision is a choice. So considering possible outcomes of how to respond to a child stealing money from us is one choice is to consider that that is part of their their own, their, either their development right now where they're, they're testing boundaries and they're young, they're a young child and they need to understand conceptually what that means, taking money out of your purse, out of someone's purse and the value of money and just the idea of when somebody has something in their possession, it is not allowed for someone else to have it. Right. So from a child, like child development lens, that's one option to consider for an adult child, considering that most anytime that someone steals money, it's drug related and that 
is definitely in control of their brain at the time. Another consideration is to think of, okay, that's definitely coming from having the brain's judgment and decision-making be impacted by substance use or mental health. Something is impacting the brain and impacting the decision-making because when the child is well and the brain is well, then a teen or adult's brain is well, then they do not steal from their parents, right? So another consideration there is to be approaching the situation with that lens, right? That, that's a choice and that's a decision right there. I think the other thing that we get hung up with decisions is that sometimes there's multiple steps to, this, to the decision. There's the initial decision of how we respond to information. And then there's this assumption that when we make a decision, there's then an action that we're going to take that goes next, right? So there's a kind of a facing the reality of what's going on and then making a decision is assuming that we will proceed forward, that there's something that's going to happen next that we are going to do or we are going to, there's some type of change that's going to happen and so we're going to take an action that then makes that change occur, right? So sometimes the decision is to not take action. That's a decision in itself as well. And that's always an option, right? Sometimes when we don't want to make a decision, that is the decision that gets def- that we default to, right? It's like, don't make a decision and then no action has to be taken. But that in itself, it's like an unconscious decision. It's not deliberate, but it is a decision. It has a result because you made a choice not to make the decision. That in itself is a decision. So when we take that example with, you know, thinking, is there an action that needs to be taken next? If we apply that formula of how do I come with love for the child or the adult child, love for myself and love for the relationship. And considering all the outcomes, there's always numerous, numerous options to choose from for any decision. But in that case, you simply have to decide if whatever your action that you would take is still going to meet those three criteria, right? Love for them, love for me, and love for the relationship. So with stealing the money, Loving them, even when they steal money, is unconditional love and recognizing that they're not being at their true best selves if that happened. And then love for me is being able to set a boundary around when you steal money from me, this is what I'm going to do from now on. That's that's a form of self-love, right? And standing in kind of in our own integrity with what we will allow and what we will not allow. And love for the relationship is saying, hey, we're going to talk about this. It's uncomfortable. We have to be vulnerable right now with it. But the relationship matters so much to me that I'm not just going to not talk about this. And I'm not just going to harbor this 
resentment and anger towards you, but not talk to you about it or do some passive aggressive kind of behavior. I'm not going to engage in any of that kind of thing. I care about you and love you so much that we're going to talk about this. And maybe the decision is simply, I know this isn't you. I know this is not what you would normally do. So what is going on for you right now? Let's work through it. That could be one option. Another option could be that if this has happened before and a boundary has been set, then coming with that boundary and following through with it, maybe it's, you know, I'm going to press charges if, you, if you're dealing with an adult, right? Maybe you're going to report it. And maybe that is what you said the boundary would be. And now that this has happened, that comes from love for you and for the person and for the relationship because boundaries are a form of love. You can set boundaries with love and have a close relationship. So that could be another option. But you can see what I'm saying here is that this idea that making the right decision has these high stakes. I don't think that that's a useful way to think about making a decision as a mom. I think that we can make a decision from that that definition of it's a choice that we make after considering the outcomes and we're just making up our mind about proceeding with determination. And when we add on the love piece, the unconditional love, then we're just saying I'm proceeding with determination. We could even add on with unconditional love for my child or my adult child, for myself and for our relationship. And then all the decisions are easy. I mean, they're at least, they're at least easier, right? And the last little piece here about it is I'd like to offer to you that being decisive is really a form of being trustworthy to yourself. So let's think about that again. If you are a decisive person, then you are trustworthy to yourself. Trustworthy meaning that you trust yourself to make decisions, right? And when you trust, if you think about someone else that you trust to make decisions, then you think that they're going to make a well-informed decision. They're not going to be hasty about it. They're not going to make it out of, from a place of just reacting, but they're going to be thoughtful and they're going to weigh out the options. And you trust that when they go through that process, then you'll just, you'll trust the decision they make, right? And we can do that for ourselves. And I think it's one of the best things that we can do as a mom and as a member of our family, as a leader, as a member of our family, right? Because it's like we've talked about so many times, the kids are watching. They're watching us. We can say all the things that we, that we should do or that we want them to do and how they should be, but at the end of the day, they're watching what we actually do. <laughs> so no matter what we tell them, they're going to see what we're actually doing. And if we're being decisive and having our own back and our own decisions, and we see ourselves as trustworthy 
in making decisions, then they will also learn how to trust themselves in making decisions. They'll be decisive and they'll be trustworthy to themselves in their decision-making. I mean, at least that's the hope, right? I mean, we all know that perfection is not the goal and we aren't going to do it perfect for sure. We are, we are going to make decisions that we'll look back on later and say, okay, with new information, I might've done it this way. That's okay too. That's totally part of it. But I hope that this idea with the definition and with just thinking about, like we've talked about before, the the energy that we come when we do something. We have a thought that creates an emotion. And then that emotion, the vibration that goes with that emotion, with that feeling, when we take action from that, that's where we get a different result based on the emotion. So when we are making decisions from love, with love included, then that result is going to be different than when we're making decisions from anxiety or fear or self-righteousness or control, right? When we're feeling like we need to control something that feels out of control, then that decision is going to feel different. That There'll be a different result in the relationship when we're coming from that. So have a wonderful week and I will see you next week. If you like this podcast, please rate and review so we can spread the word to other moms who are going through the same thing. You can also find me over on Instagram. You'll find links to my website there, information about my coaching program and free resources. Thank you again for joining me. Have a great week and please rate and review.